This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremony. This is Tori, and I play Dooley. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Mirgrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. just folded space from X, whatever that is. But there are many machines on X. No machines. Better than those on Regess. Okay. Ariane, did you do the edits to the script last time? Or was it Craig? What do you mean I did? Do I know anything about this Regess or X or what is this? Uh... Strange hallucinogens that bend time and space. <sighs> this is why I ask you to take my recorder away from me after my 17th bravare. I never know what I'm going to come up with. Ah, You didn't need to see that, so please come sit. Sit, enjoy our most hospitable hospitality. And I suppose you want to hear more about the Tau Marie Celestia, yes? Good, good, good. So you sit there, and I will tell you a little bit more, and I will ignore the source material that this came from. Who decided this was a good idea? I don't care whose estate owns what. <sighs> anyway, good, sit, good. Now. When last we left our intrepid adventurers, well, how to put this delicately or sanely? Our intrepid adventurers were being, um, were dealing with the fact that the captain of the vessel they were on, which was stuck on the far side of Vorlon space, far beyond the reach of any human or humanoid population that could possibly help them get back to the ISA, Said captain was infected with a particular toxin by the doctor, is now maybe possibly a super soldier, and uh, was on a killing spree screaming that damn Mimbari. That does not go well on a normal day, let alone something strange like this. And yet, here we are. So Ty and Duli and Mirgrat had a plan. Well... Ty and Duli had a plan. Mirgorod had a different plan that involved the brains and Tuvo, the young child of Ty. But I believe before getting into the interesting questions about what to do, what to do with Mirgram, the Mimbari who is partially responsible for them to be stranded up here in the far beyonds, who is helping Tuvo meditate and to help the brains in jars come to terms with being brains in jars. But a question came up, and I think, Duli, you had the question, yes? Okay. I have a question for Ty. Um, have you looked up the background of the body you're wearing? Yeah, I'm a doctor. I mean, beyond that. I have three kids, only one of which I brought with me for Mystery reasons. Obvious favoritism reasons. <laughs> Custody reasons might be another one, but you never know. 
I, I assume mean, I have an ex-husband or something somewhere. Or do you husband. have that would be a little weird too. Contacts or I people I or mean, probably. What are you getting <laughs> out here? I'm just wondering if there's like additional resources due to your being in that body that would be useful in the immediate and near future. Like medical resources? I mean, I'm the only one who works at the clinic, and I am not actually a doctor, so... Not necessarily medical resources, but people you might know, and skills they might have, and things like that. Yeah, the thing about that is any of them that I talk to, they're gonna figure out pretty quick. I'm not who I'm supposed to be, which is why I've been avoiding them, and also because I just didn't really think about it. You'd be surprised at how people accept things that their brain can't figure out. Mm. I mean, if you really want me to find someone, I can try, but I don't... No, I was just more like information gathering, but, um... Hmm. Okay. It should be noted that, uh, I'm just saying this for the record, you can take it or leave it, Ty has never been to Noreen Spears' quarters, so she knows almost nothing about Noreen Spears. Okay, we need to do. We need to take a field trip because that sounds like that sounds well, like a thing that we should know. And the other thing is that uh, Mirgrat, with her resources, might be able to like research this person and get some information too. I mean, as an ambassador, you might have access to files that we do not. I cannot disclose that information. <laughs> You're disclosing it to the new owner of the body who technically should have that information. I mean, I've been doing pretty well without it. You're not in my access to these files. I've been doing pretty well without it. Well, at some point in time, we need to go to your new quarters to determine if there's anything useful there. Sure, we can do that. I love to root through people's personal things as much as anybody. (laughs) I can't tell. Is that sarcasm or not? (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of like shrug a little bit. What did you say, Becca? I enjoyed a great deal. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> is fascinating. That's right, because one person's grave robbing is another person's archaeology. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't go that far. I think the Pacmoral have a reasonable degree of respect for the dead. <laughs> this person is not technically dead, probably. Which is why it's okay to root through her belongings. Listen, if you want someone to be, like, have a moral problem with going through someone else's stuff, Ty is not that person. Yeah, I mean, same. She was just trying to figure out why it would be worth the effort because she knows that this person probably doesn't have anything actually, like, worth money. Or it's not the money that you lost, as it were, because you lost Mm -hmm. a buttload of money. Yeah, not that much money. Yeah. So, okay, so what's the plan right now? Just just so I know, you've already contacted... uh, Security, they're dealing with the morph gas to try to clear up whoever survived the massacre in the engineering section. Yeah, we're waiting on that, right? Yeah, if they don't send any information within an hour, I'm gonna call back. (laughs) Okay. So, okay, so you're basically gonna stay in lockdown for an hour and uh, wait for uh, an update. Yeah. Okay. I think that's best. That sounds reasonable. I'm team not getting killed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> quickly my friend towards the danger 
No, that's the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that old? There's there's two different uh, sides of this. You have you applaud the people who help others by running into danger, and you also give weird looks to people who jump out of perfectly good planes while they're still flying. I mean, not adventurous. One of those things has a purpose. The other one is essentially people taking a weird mechanism to get high. Hmm. Uh, oh. High, jumping out yeah. of planes. Uh, no, but also just <laughs> like your brain mm -hmm. swimming in a variety of chemicals. Because Hi! Plane! It's a joke, son! You missed it! Um... <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, no, I mean, let's be clear here. People jump out of planes so that their so that their brains will produce a set of chemicals that make them feel good. Mm hmm. My brain. Well, so, you know, I I respect that, but I don't necessarily, like, think it's the thing for me. Okay, so yeah, they, um, in this particular case, you guys wait as you guys have a nice discussion about there's danger and thrill. Are we thrill seekers? No, we are not. Uh... <laughs> I feel that we knew this about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because a, a Babylon 5 game can go two directions. It can go closer to a vampire werewolf D&D game, or it can go to a Call of Cthulhu game. Guess which one we're on. Uh, <laughs> I honestly do not know. <laughs> so yes, you do wait for a while, waiting for the all clear. After about 45 minutes, you actually do get a message from Kali, uh, which states that the more gas is cleared out, they have security detail and medical personnel uh, going through the room again and doing the initial triage of you know people who survived the attack and what medical assistance they require those who didn't getting processed and um, in this case process mostly meaning uh, put into uh, cryogenics or a slab or something like that until you know, they can be processed as you know what do we do with the dead people or you know do we how do we notify their family that they're gone and is, is someone asking for ideas what to do with dead people? Because if oh. that's the case, <laughs> I, I think the phrase feeding them to the Pak Mara is not so much a funerary idea for most cultures, so much as a threat gangsters make to them. Yeah. Um, so in this particular case, however, I'm just saying you're not going to be short of volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> Who ordered an engineer right here, please? So, but yeah, she also does mention that while it was cleared out, uh, Aparo did survive, but he is in a critical state. He looks like he took uh, a grand total of 20 shots to very- That's a lot of shots oh. to take. I would feel bad uh, about getting him into this, except that he did run right into it willingly. So I don't feel that bad. <laughs> I mean, listen, if it wasn't this, it was going to be something else. At least he got himself shot 20 times for a good cause. True. Yeah. And he was trying to prove himself as essentially a hero because everything and else... And he isn't actually be... dead yet. No, I'm yeah, really I'm looking at you guys like you've grown a third head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the compassion level... To... 
explain her ethics to herself out loud at this point in the game. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't using the mirror voice, so this is all just like yeah. speculation. But like, yeah, no, I mean, listen, if you're the kind of person that's going to do that, you're the kind of person that's going to do that at, at most opportunities. So I don't think we need to feel guilty about a guy who was clearly going to run into danger at the first sign of it, running into mm. danger at the first sign of it. <laughs> like, frog and the scorpion, my friends. Sometimes <laughs> it's just his nature. So he has a danger nature? Sorry. All right, so he's technically still alive. That is good. Did they get yeah. the captain? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> oh, that's what that was about. What? There is no body <laughs> of a captain. There's enough blood, which apparently could be identified as the captain through a quick DNA check, oh. partially. Um, Shit, she's mutating already. She is indeed, which is how she got through the morph gas. Yeah, figures. Uh, Great. They don't. The room was sealed, so they don't know because of the morph gas. They don't know where she went to or how she managed to escape, but she did. Uh, what they can tell already is that there's been no other registration of her or her movement. So, uh, again, nobody's seen her. They they're they're doing they're going through the engineering ducts one by one, while you know again sealing off a, a duct, going through that, sealing off behind them, going to the next one. Um, to try to flush her out, but so far nothing. And now, granted, this is a big vessel; it's a really big vessel. Uh, but they don't know where she would be, according to what Aparo mentioned before he uh, had to receive treatment immediately. Uh, he did mention that he at least got a couple of uh, of uh, blows to her, so he had a Mimbari PPG. How he got it on board, nobody knows. But he has. I mean, Nirgarat's been carrying a Puck Marah PPG this entire time, and they probably have some ideas. Exactly. Apparently, everyone has a gun except for me and Dooley. Yeah. Literally, everyone else. Pretty much. Not everybody. Awesome. The, the, tele, the, 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 the Cyclops didn't have one, as far as you're aware, nor did the. Okay, uh, the, the Cyclops don't uh, need yeah. one. They just tweak Listen. your brain, you're dead, twitching yeah. on the floor. No. So <laughs> when we reach the point at which the Psychops need a gun, we are so far beyond the Godzilla threshold that... Yeah. <laughs> hey, always remember, Bester carried a, uh, carried a PPG the entire time he was on the show. I yeah. think it was fair just to look intimidating, but... Honestly, I suspect he did that just in case he ever needed to pretend he wasn't a Psychop. <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. So, that being said... Oh, uh, uh, Mirgrat is going to request a sample of the captain's blood. They have plans. Okay. Uh, they, they say, we'll see, we, you know, we'll see what we can do. We, you know, we're still doing our own tests, but also doing in a collection of bodies and such things to, to keep us active for a while, as well as doing the active search. So they're trying to figure out where she's gone to or anything else like that. They do say, look, if this, at this point, there's about... <sighs> 10 or 12 places she might have gotten to, assuming she didn't figure out how to break into an abandoned quarters to seal herself in for to, to repair, because she took a couple of shots, uh, according to Aparo, uh, in both the shoulder and chest. Okay, here's another question. Mm -hmm. Do we have any engineers left? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, actually, that's important to know. 
she did say that there was only a, a small number of the, uh, the engineers who were hit. Uh, the total body count right now is, uh, I have to make a couple of random samplings of this one, just a second. Because if I remember correctly, it was not only get us home, it was to help us with the bug problem, and that might be useful. Mm -hmm. So, the captain. Actually, I was hoping they would like blow that first class area, and the captain would just go out to space. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> Although, if they blow out the first class area, and the captain goes out to space. Uh, we are going to be down a jacuzzi, which would not be ideal. I would get the engineers to make a new one. <laughs> which again, if they were in dock, they could do, but they're not in dock at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I again, don't believe that. You don't need to worry. We've given, I'm not they're, forget about the jacuzzi. <laughs> they're engineers. They like puzzles. We've given them a puzzle. Okay. So uh, unfortunately, yes, about eighteen engineers did die. Uh, and several others were uh, injured. So it's going to put a bit of a damper on the amount of engineers that they have, considering they were already down about 20%, simply by whatever was causing the disappearance of the other passengers also affected some of the crew, as well as some of the security personnel. So they're trying to, you know, again, they're working on kind of a skeleton crew, but they're doing the best they can with everything else involved, particularly with the incentive of, well, if they can get this guy's ship out, he has, it increases our odds of getting home, you know, significantly. You know, that's motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, they're trying to figure everything out. So, Kali does say, look, we have to sort some things out. We'll get back to you. Um, we'll figure, you know, we'll see what's going on here. But in the meantime, <laughs> she actually says, look, just um, watch your ass until we can find the captain. Because we can't hold this lockdown forever. People are going to start getting hungry. Yeah. <sighs> Awkward. All right. Oh, so. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I've tried nothing and I'm out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried nothing and that didn't work. So what do I do? Okay, who's the lead engineer now? Uh, I don't have stats for that person. We'll figure that out soon. Well, do I need stats uh, to talk to them and tell them to get their button gear? <laughs> well, let's just say for the moment you can pass that information along to whomever. Uh, oh, I don't think I've used that name. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, as I go to my wall of graphic novels of uh, to, for name inspirations, like, have to, oh, have I used that name? I don't think I have. Uh, a, uh, a Spreadsheets. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have a word pad for this, so it's like, okay, fine. But uh, it's Ross. Okay. Uh, Chief Engineer Ross. We'll be more than happy to help. But yeah, she says, look, you know, we're going to do our best to make things right and get things going. But we got to, you know, again, clean up the main engineering deck to after the uh, massacre. But again, we'll we'll get things going between this and trying to maintain the camps down below as and keeping the, the ship afloat after everything else. Besides the fact we have another hole in the ship already from where that thing ate its way out. And was mm. blown out by star furies. We're kind of running, you know, our ship is going to slowly start, like, not being a ship. I really thought this star furry thing would work. It's my fault. <laughs> well, they had a decent, it was a decent idea at the time, except they just didn't know what you, you know, what you all were facing. Now you know what y'all were facing. And um, which we didn't. 
So right. Yeah. Well, basically, the only way to speed this process up is to find the damn captain, I guess. Um. What if we set a trap with someone she might want to kill? <laughs> As all heads turn to uh, to Milgram. I'm picturing Milgram just like standing under a box that's on <laughs> <with> a stick. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, she can't really evolve, like, a laser cutter arm or something. So, yeah, why don't we just trick her into going into the cells and then slam the doors. And try not to get Milgram killed as well. That would be, yeah, that would suck for him. Listen, I think if we're tallying up acceptable losses at this point. <laughs> okay. I think I threw out a couple more cards. This should be interesting. <laughs> uh, by the way, the cards that came out, you're going to love this, was Bad Decision, Wrath, and Agony of Defeat, followed by Hidden Secret, Way with Words, and Sloth. So the usual results of any scheme Ty comes up with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seems, yeah, I pretty, pretty, yeah, standard. Not shocked by where this is heading, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any other options? What else you guys thinking? I mean, we—that we was my idea. <laughs> uh, propped up with a stick, uh, which I think is uh, time tested. Uh, I'm—I'm actually—I'm going to wait until I get the sample of the captain's blood uh, because if I can figure out where the adaptogen is pointing her. I might be able to come up with something that we can tailor to take her out uh, based on the mutations she is currently sporting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then we can trick her into the cells and shoot her instead of letting locking her in there with Milgram to fend for himself. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Alright. So, okay. So, and Julie, since I've heard from everybody else, do you have any other suggestions or questions? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that probably. I appreciate I just, the grimness with which you say that. <laughs> I, I'm trying, to, trying to think through all the options at the same time, and I'm just like, let's go down this path. Oh, look, dead end. Let's go down this path. Oh, that's a horrible end. Let's go down this path. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> uh, can we take five right quick before we do this next thing? Oh, yep. go for it. Uh, we'll pause for a station identification. Be right back. I will also say this. If you guys are, I'm going to get you the, the blood you requested and I'm going to work with you guys. But at this point, and I'll say this again when, when she comes back, I have a possible option for you guys if you want me to use it. Can we have a hint? Um... It might, it will take the captain out of the equation, uh, but it won't come without sacrifice. Can the sacrifice be Milgram? In this situation, yes, but if it's with Milgram, it's gonna add another interesting complication, but it can be done. Hmm. I, I think we're gonna need to wait till Ty gets back so we can have more details on this. 
Fair enough. Oh, I'm not going to give you all the details because where's the fun in that? Well, no, um, but I assume you're going to give us slightly more details than you already have because then, because right now you're just saying, hey, do you guys want to pull this mysterious lever? And we're just like, maybe? <laughs> well, okay. I wouldn't be a good GM if I told you everything. That's just how it works because it's the, you know, it's the you see a jolly candy-like button. Do, will you resist pressing it? Can you resist pressing it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at this point, you haven't even described the button to us, so like... Uh-huh. Uh, I'll bring it up when Tori comes back, too. I am back. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. All good? Yes, yes. All right. Okay, cool. So didn't drink. So, so I brought up a... a uh, since everyone was like, well, I'm not sure what to do next, and I will get Becca her... Uh, sample, but I said there may be a way around this. If uh, let's just say I had an ace in my hole, uh, which could help deal with the captain situation, uh, mm-hmm. but it would require sacrifice. So Becca then asked, "Can we have Milgram as the sacrifice?" <laughs> and I said, "Yes, but it comes with a further complication." And was this something you guys would be interested in? And Becca said, let's wait for everybody to come back and we can discuss it. And because, uh, uh, again, I don't like to do GM fiats. I've learned that doing that too often uh, kind of ruins the game. But I also want to give, you know, here's an interesting something or other that may actually have help the situation. I mean, we should also like know what the nature of the solution is, because, again, right now you're just presenting us with a mystery lever. Well, again, yeah. <laughs> Ty would always refuse that regardless because do you want to sacrifice something? Of course she fucking doesn't. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I uh, I always like to leave the, the question up because this would be something that would happen because one of the NPCs took initiative, but it would be an initiative that comes essentially at a price. And I, I'll, I'll guarantee, guarantee you this. It is not a massive price, nor is it anything that affects the three of you. And yeah, fuck it. I mean, okay, so you're you're asking us as players if we want to allow you to do some NPC fuckery in order to resolve this situation. So this is this is this is better than Ty's stupid plan. So <laughs> this is a meta decision. This is not an in-game decision that we're. Correct. I did not want yeah. to railroad, I nor did I want to make you guys feel less than, so I want to make sure you guys, if you were stuck, which I think in some ways you kind of are, or you're like, okay, I'm not sure what to do with this, I can resolve this, but I never want to just say, and eh, it's done, you know, click on my fingers, you know, no. God, it rock falls, everyone dies. I always want to say, I offer this, but I always offer it at a plot complication. Well, I, I mean, I, ha- I want to see if I can do something with this blood. Okay. Yeah, and I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. My assistant, whose name completely flew out my brain. Oh, Yorni. Yorni. Yeah. Is there anything she could do with her new skills? She's still first level. Oh, yeah. But oh, right at the moment, she was currently doing training with Edland. So... You yeah, I mean, we go... technically have two shitty techno mages at our disposal. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of need Edlin to not get accidentally killed. We need Dorney to not get accidentally killed? I mean, yes, but less so. 
Uh, okay. I, I hate to sound horrible, but why? <laughs> uh, she presumably isn't going to ma- magically get us back home. <laughs> Or sort of back home. Oh, that's right. Unlike Edlin. He said that she was somehow necessary to the the equation there. Hmm. Okay. But she is a semi-suicidal, self-sacrificing type of person. So, yeah. I mean... I still think my cage door thing will work, though. Your cage door thing? I, yeah, the the trap. Sorry, no room. Oh. It doesn't have to be Milgram, but I just feel like it would work better if it was. I, I think he's the clear choice. Again, sorry, Milgram. Who is sitting right here. <laughs> he he just kinda of nods his head and says, I would come to the same logical conclusion. Alright, see? Logic. That's what we like here. Yeah. So we know where the captain was. Let's contact the Kali and see the direction the blood trail goes. And then maybe we can set up a trap ahead of where he might be going. She, sorry, captain is she. Um, Where she might be going. Um, And that way maybe we can... Oh, we need guns. Ty and I need to have a gun if we're going to go fight after a gun person. I'm an officer. Do I have access to the armory? If you if you want to go to the security section and get a a PPG issued to you, you can. Yeah. What are the chances that Ty is more likely to shoot someone else by accident or herself than um, the thing she thinks she's supposed to hit? I would imagine fairly high. Uh, I don't know if Tarship have a gun. <laughs> Just saying. What's your ranged hack- attack bonus? Uh, five. Yeah, it's the same as mine. So, uh. Mm. Yeah, but Julia presumably has, like, some kind of training. So, like, she could, like. She probably I, knows how to load it, and I doubt Ty does. I like how of all of us, uh, I'm the one who's had a gun this entire time, and my attack <laughs> bonus is plus one. Good grief. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I apologize. It's zero because my BAB is one, but my dex modifier is minus one. Uh, and I have a Pac Mara issue PPG, which means it does more damage than a regular PPG. All right. Regardless, I would feel more comfortable having a gun if we're going after somebody with a gun. Yeah, absolutely. You should have a gun. What do you want? A big stick? <laughs> I'll, um, maybe a helmet, I guess. <laughs> armor? We could get you armor. Sure. We could yeah. all. Oh, um, sorry, Mirgrat. I don't know if we have armor for you there. That, they that is entirely all right. My librarian's robes are armored. Oh, well, that's good to know. I look extremely dubious. I mean, let's be, about this statement. Let's be clear. They're 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 a dr of two, but they they are armored. Yeah. Mm. All right. Also, so I will be staying here. Good idea. Okay. 
let's do this. Let's first go to security, get Ty, me, and the Membari, who's in mil- Yeah, get get him some body armor. I'll grab a gun, and we'll set up our trap. Okay. Nicole, I don't think we need to be subtle about this. We can just go over the intercom and tell the captain that Milgram is... Yeah. After we get the body armor. I mean, yes, after that. Okay. Yeah, uh, do be sure you have body armor first. <laughs> okay. Alright, so Julie, Milgram, and Ty are going to head to security to get body armor and weapons. Okay. Uh, Mirgrat is going to stay, wait for lab results, or at least a, a blood sample to come back of what the captain is actually attached to. I would feel more comfortable with getting a sample because Mirgrat will probably look for things that your average lab tech won't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think we need a rundown of what the captain's thyroid function is right now. <laughs> it may come of use, but... Okay, Run so, some A and A titers on this. See what the grade <laughs> is. My God, this oh, is amazing on her glucose levels. All right, so while I'm going to start with that case with Mirgrat, who while waiting with, well, who, Tuvo is waiting in with Mirgrat, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're okay, not going to bring him into the genocide. Of course, my intern is with me. Okay. Um. Okay, while everyone is getting ready, uh, in this case, I'm going to say, Mirgrat, make a notice check. Okay. This can only end well. Seven. Oh, <laughs> natural one. Oh. Oh, how Shit. do I play with this? We're going to get yanked, uh, aren't we? Goddamn. <laughs> I'm not gonna have any more interns. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Ah. So, before Milgram leaves, he uh, bows to the the brains. Uh, while you are you're not noticing things, you do kind of see him bow to the brains. And he bows to Tuvo, and then he just he just kind of nods and says, uh, "Remember what I told you. I think it'll be. I, I, I think you will grow as a person and grow from this." And Tuvo kind of looks a little strangely and kind of nods, and he says, "You know, it's just may you always walk where a place where no shadows fall." And he does the traditional hand sign. Tuvo again looks a little strange. Says, um, "Okay." You too. I just like shake my head behind him. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so Milgram follows out Dooley and Ty towards the station, uh, towards the security booth. Now that's going to take a little bit of time since, again, you're in second class and the security stuff is get closer to the bridge, which is up front, and oddly enough, closer to first class. So, uh, just mentioning. While you guys are transit, a actual runner does come with a, uh, a bit of blood sample from the captain for Mirgrat. Score! Yep. So again, it's not much. I mean, you're talking maybe uh, micro uh, microscope slides worth of blood. You're not talking like here's here's a pint or here is, you know, a small a syringe full of the blood. You're talking, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, I assume they had to, like, get it out of the carpet or something. It says, well, they scraped it off the deck is what they had to do. So, yeah. Thankfully, did. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fine. I mean, it's uh, not like I'm going to be drinking it. It's been on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's not like you're going to be drinking it today. <laughs> it's got to it's got to ripen first. <laughs> so, but give me a knowledge biology check and a research check. Uh, Start with I the knowledge biology first. Sorry. Okay. Because I don't think research is a. No, no. It's not. I uh, forgot that one. It would be an investigate. Deation. Yeah. So let's start with adult biology. 24. All right. Nice. And again, you rolled an 11. How's that weird? And the last... Yeah. Go figure. Now give me an investigation check, please. Okay. 15. Okay. Roll of a four. Not great, but again, you did pretty well. So... Uh, you do notice how it's adapting. Again, you couldn't tell the exact processes because this is kind of an alien technique for what's going on, but you're watching the, even the blood cells react to the light, react to the magnification, react to whatever radiation passes through them, and adapting very quickly. Now, very quickly for a cell in this case, basically once the cell replicates, it carries on that mutation to the next generation of cells. Which, again, when you're talking about a person, that's going to take a long while to fully gestate out. But this is a lot faster than even a number of cancers tend to go. Even aggressive cancers. I mean, even aggressive cancers don't actually go that quickly if we're talking on a minute-to-minute scale. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, like, what I want to know is what, what is she currently adapted to? What direction is she pointing in, and how can I take advantage of her her current biology? All right. I think in this case I'm going to do it for a knowledge uh, intelligence check because I think that's the only thing I can work with based on the dice roll you gave. Dice rolls you gave me were like spectacular. They were not bad, but they were not spectacular. So this, this is the, we're seeing if Mirgarat can have a moment of genius. Exactly. Yes, I can. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> All right, pretty well. All right, what you figured out is well, not that she's going towards anything, but she is in a state of flux. She is in a desperate state of flux, where it's as if the body is looking for something to adapt to, which, again, if under the right circumstances, could be pointed in a direction, whether that be for certain environments, certain standards, or even telepathics. So she is in a massive state of flux. She will react to what's presented to her. So if she's put in a stressful or dangerous environment, her body will immediately react to that danger and adapt to it. But it can't adapt to multiple dangers at once. That's just too much for the body to handle. So if we, for instance, put her in like a quiet room with low lighting and some soothing spa music going on, she would basically turn into one of the creatures from the time machine that's adapted to be all like lazy and hedonistic. An Eloy? Yeah. Quite possibly, but again, this is not including any internal struggles going on too. But yeah, let's just say under the right circumstances with this adaptogen, it could happen. Hmm. 
or we could introduce something to her, have her adapt to it, and have it be not part of the regular Taumari Celestia environment, and then she's screwed. Which is a possibility. You'd have to figure out what that is, though. I mean, we could just have her adapt to methane and then, like, send Dooley in with a microplasma cutter or something. Sorry, what did you say, Dooley? I said, good grief. <laughs> you set an entire wing of shit on fire one time. <laughs> I mean, technically, I can breathe methane, but that's because technically I can breathe pretty much anything. Okay. From that, uh, give me one other notice check. Okay. 23. Perfect. You're like, okay, this is fascinating, interesting. We just have to come into an environment that she can't adapt out of once the system has adapted, once she has adapted to that system. In other words, yeah, you could put her in a methane uh, environment, let her adapt to that, and suddenly she can't leave the rest of the ship because methane breathers require special suits to go outside. It may take a while, but it's not impossible. At the same time, when you come to this conclusion, you start thinking about it, suddenly Tumo goes, uh, 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 li- li- uh, librarian? Uh, yes! Uh, what is it in turn, Tubo? You turn to Tubo, and Tubo has a bloody nose and is looking pale for a second. This is, I, I'm not sure if I feel thud. He just collapses. This seems bad! <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So yes, Ty and Dooley and Milgram have to kind of be careful making their way from the standard class to the security office simply because, again, it's one of those times where everyone's in lockdown, security personnel around, and everyone's too worried about the captain getting loose. Now, again, there's a little bit less of the lockdown simply because there has been no sightings of the captain in, in the time that it's taken for everyone to, you know, for... Uh, Mirgrad to get the sampling and to uh, all the things that happened there. Whereas for you guys, again, it takes a while to get to the ship. Nobody's going through the tram or anything else like that. So you're basically walking the length of the ship to get there. And while few people are noticing you, and again, there's a bit of, a bit of tension in the air, because duh, some people are uh, who are out are mostly security personnel just trying to scour rooms and when they see uh, Julie they're like gotcha you're, you're taking care of it understood moving on and you can make your way to the security office when you get to the security office Kali is there pretty much acting as spider as I used to call it she's you know as the central CNC for everybody it's like oh she's coordinating forces taking reports back and forth um as far as you can tell, the only reason why she's not out in the field with everybody right now is her is her foot. She's not as mobile as she once was. Uh, but otherwise, she's acting as coordinator for the entire operation, taking down written reports and trying to figure out best way to coordinate. So if you come over and said, uh, hi, can we get a gun? Uh, <laughs> she will initially... Oh, no, kinda... I don't want just... Gu- I want access to the armory. I, I don't... I want armor, I want a gun, and actually, I might just grab a uniform. Okay. 
She actually kind of like, her. Hey, free clothes. <laughs> <laughs> she actually look. She actually stops for a second. You want a uniform? People are oftentimes reassured by a uniform, or the opposite, or the opposite. She stands up for a second, looks you up and down. We're about the same size. Fair enough. Um, They do make slight adaptions for Narn physiology, because it's so rare to see a Narn in uh, Earth Force Alliance wear. Well, Uh, actually, not after uh, on on B5 that they started recruiting Narn for security after... um, Yes, after this, they, they purged the security of Nightwatch, and they yeah, were wearing Narn outfits with, with a patch. Oh, okay. Then at least I'll take a patch. Okay. Now, again, this has been a couple of years since the I, sorry, been at least a year since the ISA came through, and the Babylon 5 uniform is trying to be the standard. Right. Uh, it's not quite, but again, a patch, a couple of uh, a- affectations. One thing that they can do, and I like this idea, Jakar, when he would go out, would put on this kind of uh, open vest cape thing. Yeah. And I like the idea that you could adapt that easily to a thing that looks like a security robe. So that it's still that open vest thing cape, but it's with the colors of the security. So Leek says, hi, I am, you know, I, uh, I am Anarn. I am working with the ISA. I am security. How can I help you? Right. So I mean, also, capes are just objectively Oh, yeah. They are cool. And you can take it off if you encounter one of those people who are like, you security. So, <laughs> something yes, like that. One yeah. of those people. <laughs> one of those people. Like, you know, the people you're walking with right now. <laughs> she says, as for the armory, she says, look, you know, we're, we're, what do you need out of the armory? I'm assuming you want a, a, a sidearm. And armor. And armor? We're setting a trap. She kind of stops and says, tell me more. <laughs> well, we want to determine the direction the captain was going, and we're going to set a trap. This Bembari has volunteered to be the bait, but I would like to put him in armor. Also, we need access to the cells. So you're going to... She actually pauses for a second and says, you're going to stick him under a box, hold the box up with a stick, and put the words free Mimbari on the top of the box in the hopes that she goes under it and you're just going to pull the... Yes, we are. Yep. Exactly. Hopefully with enough time that basically the Mimbari can leave the box as she gets stuck in the box. She pauses for a second. She pauses for a second, looks over at Ty, who again, everyone still thinks is Dr. Noreen Spears and says, have you been educating... Lee, on the faith of the great Bugs Bunny, as it was foretold to the Gar- uh, from the Garibaldi to the Jakar. Um, I'm sure she already knows about whatever your religious thing is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Normal <laughs> culture, time, gentlemen. <laughs> I rolled a one of my human culture knowledge. <laughs> yeah, we both kind of turned back to the to the team. Oh! 
Yeah, we both kind of turn back to Kali and like expected looks on our faces. So we can go raid the armory, yes? <laughs> I'm sorry. You saw the die roll I just rolled, right? I did, but you know. Okay. Lee doesn't know that. I'm waiting for the facial expression to change or something. So uh, she looks over and says, uh, Lee, your issue. We can get you a sidearm. We can try to get you some armor. Armor is usually issued for uh, big panic times. This is kind of it. As for a cell, yes, you have access to the cells. If you want to try to set up something up, that's fine. Uh, why don't you take Milgram, put him someplace safe, and then go get yourself a sidearm? This isn't someplace safe. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fine. Put him in one of the cells. Just, you know, Julie, go do that. I'll get you the sidearm and I'll get you some armor, okay? I think Milgram should have some armor too. We'll get to that first things first. Oh, okay. Get him secured. Uh, he's. Okay, uh, fine. Uh, I motion Milgram towards the room with the cells. He, he nods and says, I know the way. <laughs> uh, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> it's not like he hasn't been there before. But So, Julie, you take Milgram off to the cells. Kali then turns to Ty. Ty, give me a notice check. <laughs> I fucked that up. Hold on. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's here. Okay, 13. 13. Not bad. So, Kali says, uh, uh, Doctor, could you stay for a second? I have a question for you. Okay. Um, she, uh, you kind of notice that her hand kind of like stretches up for a second, you know, close to her size, and she starts patting her, her uniform down for a second, like she's looking for a book of matches. She says, Yeah, I've got one quick question for you. And before you can react, literally she pulls out her PPG and points it right at you. Who are you and what did you do with Dr. Maureen? How did you know? What human doesn't know who Bugs Bunny is? I just like sh shake my head and look stupid. <laughs> this is a bluff I'm waiting for trying to stall for Dewey to get back. Uh -huh. Until Dewey so, gets back. <laughs> she, again, motions for you to kind of, you know, you're going to sit right there. You're going to keep your hands very visible, and you're not going to do anything with my head or your head right now. Uh, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. I just, like, kind of shrug and, like, roll my eyes slightly. Let's not lie. In the last couple of uh, couple of episodes, you've already announced to people that there are body sw swappers happening. And when you guys, you know, essentially you failed your body swap check because of a cultural reference, suddenly the person whose job is security is now going to take an examination of this. Uh, yeah, but Ty reacts to someone pulling a gun on her and asking questions by obstructing justice. That is true. <laughs> it might have been honestly better if Kali had just asked her. <laughs> well, but, you know. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, even if even if Ty was actually Doctor Spears, like she wouldn't yeah. admit to it if she's being questioned in an official manner. Like literally. 
So you sit down there, Julie. You uh, get Milgram in the cell. Do you close the cell, or do you just kind of like leave it open? I ask him his preference. He says, I am but base. However you feel is necessary. I think you might be safer with the cell closed and locked. I look at the ceiling. There are no vents or anything above them. No, no, no. Okay. There's nothing huge. Like you're talking like like a bathroom sized vent. I don't think anybody's going to get through that. Yeah, I hesitate for a moment, wondering if a human can adapt into, you know, like a noodle person, a noodle person, <laughs> stretch man or something. Um, okay, so I'm going to lock you in. I'm going to see about getting you some armor, but I think you'll be safer locked in. Um, do you have a communicator on you? Uh, he shows his hands. At the- We're going to get you a communicator, too, because if something happens, you need to be able to call Mirgrat. All right. I go back. He actually he says, he actually says, don't worry. I have a way of contacting your grass. He oh. then kind of taps his forehead. That's right. Yes. Okay, great. That's perfect. Okay. Great. Just what I wanted a call from Milgram. I don't... <laughs> I can I love suppose, that. I suppose anything you can do along that line is like offensive or weapon like or can knock someone out it was uh, like Mimbari martial arts that's what all the Mimbari know yeah but he is, I think he's talking about the psychic stuff and I don't know that uh, yeah I mean he's not gonna contact me with martial arts <laughs> <laughs> oh man he says I might We'll see what happens. I don't know what she can adapt to. I'm thinking we need to do a whole bunch of things at one time so that there's no chance to adapt to. He nods. He says, I think you may be great. I will prepare something. But a lot of people... Hmm? Yeah, a lot of people don't have a defense against a mental thing. (sighs) Most people don't have the strength of mind. I understand. So he kind of curls his legs underneath him. He says, I, I will prepare something just now. And he kind of, again, puts his hand in the standard kind of meditation pose and closes his eyes. And as far as you're concerned, he's just meditating, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah, I so, don't think I have the patience to sit there and do nothing for all day. All right, so. <laughs> well, certainly not in the same room as Milgram. No. So, Julie, as you come out, you see Kali pointing a gun at Ty, who is sitting down, hands up. Yeah, um, they look at Colleen and say, whoa, whoa, what, what is going on here? She says, yeah, Julie, you have mentioned to me in previous, uh, actually, she goes, Julie, what is the third, yeah, uh, what is the third law of, J- uh, of Jakar as he spoke on, uh, he, as he has spoke on to his, his followers? I'll rattle it off verbatim because I am a follower of Jakar. Yeah, give me just again. Give me a quick knowledge check, whatever, whatever you have highest, just so I can. But it is stressful situation. Just go ahead. Uh, I have a seven in my own culture, so that works. Um, twenty-two. Okay. Twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> For once, the dice agree with me. <laughs> 
so not only are you able to go, uh, you know, the third law is of, of a spoken and was this. This is what it is verbatim. Uh, and she, you actually said you kind of figure out what's going on with this. And I know that you got you you got your uh, prosthetic leg while you were on Babylon Five after you were defending it against the humans. <coughs> what's this all about? And she said she looks over, you know, eyes and not you know, wavering away from from Ty. This human did not know what Bugs Bunny was. I take it Bugs Bunny is some sort of significant icon in the human culture. It is not, as, as Jakar, even as Jakar said in his writings, it is not a local god. It is a aspect known unto them very mightily. That and this Thomas and Jeremiah. Ah. I think I need to do some more reading on human culture. I think we need to explain to the captain uh, what is going on. And I look over at Ty. I just like shrug a little bit. Uh, the reason why we know that people have been body swapping is because it happened to my friend Ty. And I'm assuming that you're trying to say that Dr. Noreen Spears body swapped out and that your friend Ty is in fact in that body? That is correct. She, uh, she again, like holds the gun with one hand, reaches down, kind of taps a few things on a panel. Her eyes flicker down for a second as she kind of looks up a few things. She then kind of says, very well, doctor. How does one discouple a uh, container from a uh, uh, from a stowing craft while traveling at speed? This is again. Uh, go ahead and make a. Uh, I think you have like knowledge trader or pilot. Either one is is perfectly good for you, Ty. Nope. I'm just gonna shrug again and look. <laughs> You're just gonna just like keep your mouth shut the whole time. Yep. Okay. Uh. I mean, really honestly, if she has any information on Ty, that should be confirmation that this is Ty. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, the the police records don't really include reports like this person is very stubborn, does not respond well to authority and will not answer any questions. So <laughs> I mean, I think if Ty's ever been interviewed by the police before, her record absolutely will say that. She has, and that's why she doesn't want to talk to the cops because like, they're gonna inevitably find out that she got arrested not that long ago. If you're an uncooperative pain in the ass, the cops are going to make a note of that. It's much easier to shut the fuck up and let them figure things out themselves. True, but at this point, she's got her mind in a particular direction. Yeah, but it's high. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she's not going to answer you. Well then, for everyone's security and safety, I will definitely recommend that Dr. Marie Spears, or as you call her, Ty, uh, join Milgram in a cell until we can get this all sorted out. I want to join Milgram in a fucking cell. Fine. My name is Ty Rourke Chenier. I'm a Class C CDL. I work for the Bercuri Corporation. If you really want to know which one, you will have to check my contracts because I have several of them out right now. Yep. Puppy. Sorry. The dog, does, dog. the dog does not like the contract. Uh, <laughs> that dog is a shark. No, I am not a doctor. <laughs> I have been pretending to be a doctor this whole time. 
pretty well, actually. Nobody's, nobody's really figured it out yet. Am I free to go? I need Ty to help me. She's very good at strategizing. Kali looks over and it says, do you trust this person? <laughs> yes. You, you swear upon the uh, swear upon the book of Jaquan that you that you trust this person within the limits of that person's morals, beliefs, and personality. Yes. She kind of disengages the PPG, puts it in the slot. Okay, I'm willing to listen. And I, uh, she actually turns and says, and looks at Julie, I believe you. And for that reason, I'm going to not disbelieve her. So, okay. if you need her, no problem. I'm not getting her a gun, but if you want armor, we can do that. Armor and maybe a crowd stick? <laughs> we'll see. Don't push your luck. Uh, but she also goes to the armory, which isn't that huge. Again, it's not like this, you know, the scene from Hot Fuzz, you know, by the power of Grayskull, here's all these, you know, firearms. <laughs> uh, it's, it's basically not much more than a closet. And she, you know, hands you a personal PPG, a, uh, you know, it's basically just a pistol with a number of caps, which are the, you know, magazines. <laughs> Uh, the armor, again, she has a set for herself that she can issue out to you. Because, again, you're about the same size. They're both Narn, and you're both wearing a similar outfit. So, okay, here's here's protection. And because Noreen's in a human suit, uh, again, close enough for Jazz. Here you go. This should fit you. Uh, so Ty has armor. You have armor. And she does actually get armor for Milgram. And, you know, then gets a, uh, essentially a baton for, for Ty. And says, here you go. Hi. I don't really want this. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Oh. More than happy to put this back. Uh, <laughs> she puts it right back. I says, well. will take a communicator if you have one, though. I'm sure you have plenty on hand. She kind of like, all right, stick out your hand. And uh, she goes to a, a small cabinet. Pull, you know, pull the drawer, pulls out a communicator, uh, pulls out this little device that goes with it. She says, hold out your hand. Do you hold out your hand? Mm-hmm. Okay. She asks for it, like, palm down so you get the back of the hand. And she, yeah. again, puts the communicator on. She uses the, 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 the system, and you get a sharp pain for a quick second from the communicator as it basically not only adheres to your skin for a quick second, but takes a genetic sample so that it can't be used by anybody other than you. It's a standard procedure. They just don't usually have the owie they show in the show. Nice. But it's just like, you know, oh, ah, okay, got it. But now you have a communicator. Now you have armor. Uh, Dooley has uh, had, had a communicator for a long time as well as the armor, the uniform, and the pistol. Yeah, Dooley looks all sorts of official right now. <laughs> uh, and so... They said, yeah, we have a good couple of situations, and I think we got this, no problem. So do what you got to do. We'll uh, keep this area open for see what happens. All right, I'm here for you. In the meantime, I've got to get back to coordinating my search. She goes right back to her desk and starts issuing orders again. And since it is 512 and I need a good uh, cliffhanger, she says, now, 
you'll excuse me, do you have everything you need? Yes, thank it you. Seems like it. All right, and she looks over. Uh, Ty, looks like you're being deputized. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> but you're now under duly here. Welcome to the service. Um, uh, I'm getting paid, right? <laughs> she said, She looks over and says, you haven't seen what you're transporting, have you? Whatever. I'll, I'll throw a couple of bones your way as for a consultant. If we actually it, get a chance uh, to it is a them. breach of contract for me to moonlight. And assuming I ever get out of here alive, I do not need the Bakiri government after me. Thank you very much. Well, according to the Bakiri government, you have been converted to a, philosoph- uh, a follower of a particular faith and haven't been seen for a couple of, uh, for a month or two because you've uh, apparently been uh, uh, locked away in something called the chapel. Yes, well, we'll worry about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, very well, if that's what you have. So, while they're all taking place, she says, all right, do what you got to do. I will keep coordinating. The door opens for a second, and I'm going to ask for an initiative check, just in case, from both Julie and Ty. I don't know how initiative. to do that. Oh, it's on the first yeah, page. I'm glad I stayed home from this one. Yep. <laughs> it's a, uh, for, for Ty, what you do is you roll uh, a d20, and it usually also has your initiative stat, which, unless you've taken improved initiative, is pretty much your dexterity modifier. It's in the so, lower I bottom have... corner of the first page. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. It says two. Okay. okay. So it's a d20 plus two. <clears throat> I rolled a 14. All right. Four. Ooh. Oh, dear. Rest in peace. Like pieces, given the mindset of Captain. Oh, Kate. Oh, she rolled a one. So you guys got lucky in this regard. So I think this is where we're going to put it, is that Ty, you don't notice this quickly, but Julie, you notice it when you guys turn for the door. There stands the captain, smiling, holding a grenade. Now you cannot tell me that is not an amazing cliffhanger right there. Good, you can't tell me. I've done my job. But you must listen to me again next time and join us again next time on Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. In the meantime, I have edits to do and things to figure out. And who is this Herbert man and why do I owe him a lot of money? No, I didn't read the book. I saw the movie. And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey, or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast, or Reddit, r slash odysseyb5. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, 
and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.